I'm really excited to talk about these uh, this album and the, these eras and whatnot because it sounded like I came to them, but I really didn't. I know I said that if the first two albums were like her, if her whole discography was like her first two albums, I would like could not. Then when I just went through the track list right here, I was like, oh girl, like this might have to be like in my top five. When we talk about these things and bring them up, it like resurfaces them. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this is why I fell in love with her to begin with. Yeah. Like, get it. I'm here. Like, I still love it. I'm totally glad there was a change and there was a huge evolution. Like, that's great. I love when an artist evolves, you know, but like, girl, the emotions album, the emotions album. Oh my gosh, I think that I've been way too hard on it in the past, honey. We are about to give her all of her glory, girl. Welcome back to the Adventures of Gigi podcast. And this week, we've got the next three-part series of our album review lined up for you. What are we talking about, Gia? Hey, you guys, we're back. So... We're going to be breaking down the Emotions album, the Emotions era. And then because Mariah was a little shy, you know, she was, uh, what was it? She wasn't camera shy. What was she? Stage, 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 stage shy. Stage fright. She had stage fright. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Look at, oh, look at us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm over here having my full-on quarter-life crisis this week, you guys. It's okay. I can't even know what to say over here. Anyways. But yes, we're getting you. Anyway. We're giving you a three-part series, but we're going to break it down. So we're going to start with the album. And that's where we're at. Uh, all right, Garrett. The Emotions album. Fuck it. Yes. Here. I know we've said a few things about this album in the past. It's definitely like the suicide album for more ways than one. Vocally, emotionally. But, you know, we always came back round to the bottom line being it's called emotions. So we kind of like put it out there and corrected ourselves every time. But this album is jam packed with like success stories, like with Make It Happen, some like down moments where you feel all like you actually feel the emotion. I feel like emotion is going to be a very repeated word with this episode. An, this album is an emotional roller coaster of songs. And we should start from the top and go to the bottom. Yeah. But it has, to me, it's not like the most, I don't know, I don't want to say like cohesive because I don't think it's not, I mean, I say, I would say it's more cohesive than a music box moment, but I don't know. It's just one that I've looked over and I've like slept on as a lamb sometimes, but then I always come back around to it, like you were saying, and I'm like, oh, girl, make it happen. Can't let go. Mm. Emotions. So blessed to be around you. Bitch, to be around you. <laughs> to be around you. Should have been a oh, single. Uh, girl. Oh, my gosh. Let's get into it. Let's start. Okay. So track one, emotions. Gia. Emotions. Yes. Uh, I feel like whatever we say is going to be pretty, like, writing on the wall with this song. And I think I said it in one of the last week or the week before that this song is a ball of fire. And it still is to this day. Obviously, it's very nostalgic now. But 
And it was then. It's, it it was, always was because it was serving us the the group, the girls group, the emotions. emotions yeah. The best of my love. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Got the best of my love. You know, exactly. it was always serving us that sort of, sort of moment. <laughs> sort of, sort of moment. <laughs> There's quite a few songs around, actually, at, at the time of... Um... The Best of My Love. There's another song by Cheryl Lynn called Got To Be Real, which had a similar kind of musical backdrop. When that was, we, I didn't bring that up in one of our more recent episodes, but Mariah ended up covering that later on with Patti LaBelle. Yeah. But yeah, it does have a Got To Be Real, Best Of My Love, The Emotions vibe. Yeah. And I've seen a singer cover emotions and then had it transition into best of my love. So it's not that far off. It's very similar, very like you cannot be feeling unpleasant while listening to, while the song is around in the air, you know, the vibe of emotions is on, you know, it's just impossible to not be affected by the positive vibes from the song. And that's hard to do sometimes. There's not many songs that really do that for me and give me that like eternal sunshine, happiness, car ride, fantasy like moments. I mean, that was a little bit before that, but. Um... It was, yes. Well, yeah, it was before <clears throat> fantasy, but like the fantasy still gives me like that. Okay, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, honey. <laughs> There's um, a bit of controversy around this song saying that it was trying to, like, copy. But I think when you work with the people that made the original, David Cole and Robert Seville, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but C&C, the guys of C&C, um, I think you can get away with that song as a homage to those great classics. It's a summertime jam. The video, it gives you, like, I don't know, like, vibes of parties that you probably had in your late teens early 20s college university those moments have you seen the the, are you talking about the emotions music video yeah have you seen that like animal on the guy's shoulder isn't it like a it's not a raccoon is it there's like a raccoon like a fucking trash rat like there's a weird animal in the emotions video that i did not pick up on for a long time (laughs) And I'm like, why is there this like this like rabid creature in this house with Mariah? But all the doors are open and there's stuff across the floor. I don't know why they thought let's keep that in. I mean, I'm sure it was somebody's pet or what have you, but I'm not sure. But they look like they're having a good time, regardless. I I I hope the animal was treated very well it's not my favorite mariah music video by any means but it is serving a super 90s early 90s moment i think this was i don't know again this is just me i think it felt like um it felt like the girl in her breaking free a little bit we said it before about some of the songs from the first album but then this one you know in the car i wonder if she decided the treatment for this but you know in the car with her friends a big house you know we're just having some something to i don't know if there's any food or anything but it's you kind of get this image that there's drinking going on and you know they're eating what they want i think somebody's eating potato chips in this music video at one point i might be wrong but um it seems just like there's a lot going on with friends loads of socialization It just adds another layer to the song that she's having a really good time. The song, when I say this, I don't mean this in a negative way, but it's all over the place. It's like vocal gymnastics, acrobatics, circus, flame throwing. It's just like, oh, it's 
everywhere and it's serving everything. And I, I don't know, I can't get over this song enough for me to form a serious opinion. It feels like I'm fangirling about this song right now. Yeah, the, emo- <laughs> the emotions vocal is one of the most iconic Mariah moments. Even if you took out the whistle notes, it's still so such an incredibly difficult song to sing. And it's one of those that's like most recognizable, most iconic, like you hear it and it's like, that's Mariah. And this is like her legacy, like besides the Christmas, besides Always Be My Baby and the really big songs, like Emotions is one of those standout, like that's Mariah. That's a huge song. And it is a very, very early 90s throwback and I'm living for it I also love the intro that she gives us for the remix that she brings with the MTV Unplugged but we'll talk about that more when we get to MTV Unplugged you guys just be patient we'll get there we'll get there I think the high notes they added it's almost like because of all the big belting vocals in this song it needs some kind of break in between bits and I think having that it's not quite a refrain not quite sure what you'd call it but then there's these stop gaps where the high note comes in when she sings the word high mainly even inside inside. or inside um yeah she sings high like that towards the end doesn't she so inside at Um, the bridge she sings i like the way i feel inside and then she transitions from i think it's like a falsetto to a whistle or actually like a belt to a whistle it's so it's really iconic and everyone who's listening to this knows what we're talking about (laughs) yeah so there's really yeah the song even on its own it doesn't quit it's there's a lot going on when you look at her later tours and whatnot i don't know why we should talk about we should talk about what it's about because the whole theme of this album is emotion. So what is the song? What is the song emotions about? Well, this, well, this song is obviously about feeling emotions. It describes, um, feeling good, feeling nice, feeling satisfied, flying high. She's Um, in love. She's alive, intoxicated, flying high. Yeah. So she's building the first track of this album with this huge vocal moment about feeling all these emotions for this person and she's in love. She doesn't know, she doesn't know if it's real, but she likes the way she feels on the inside. And by the end of this song, we're just like full on climbing the scales of the piano in whistle register. And it is the most, iconic Mariah whistle out there I think it's like probably the biggest one besides like her old holy night whistle or like what other whistles are as big as the emotions whistle I don't think there are any around this time anyway no I mean like in the her legacy her entire legacy this whistle note is like iconic I think it's because there's so many of them as well it makes it even more impressive obviously it's a recording but she has done this live there's been moments you know where she's done this song fully live and it's been absolutely epic 
Oh, um, amazing. This is like the showcase. This is the showcase. Yeah. The crown jewel, honey. And it's after the first album, whether you want to look at it as a full album or just the singles, depending on what kind of buyer you are or what kind of fan you are of Mariah Carey. When this song came out, this was a shift for her. Like, she'd done impressive things with her songs up at th- up until this point, of course, but there was builds. There was then layering and runs and still high notes in the background or whatever. And then by this point, it's just like, bang, 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 bang. Like, Well, All In Your Mind had some, like, some yes girls, some let me kill these bitches dead with this whistle. No, Vision of Love had like a, oh, 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 hello. Love Takes Time had some in the background. Vanishing, I think, had some in the background. Prisoner, I don't think, had a whistle. There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way had a big whistle. Yeah. That had a big front in the front of the vocal not in the background um but yeah emotions is definitely like we are taking it there with the whistle notes like these are going over the top but can you imagine in 1991 the album's not been released yet you've got all four of mariah carey's number one singles or you've got all four of the singles and the album and you've been listening to that on repeat for a year almost And then the single, the first single from the upcoming album comes out. And you're like, whoa, what direction is this going to go in? For me, I would have already been thinking, like, this is proper iconic status. I mean, of course, you're not going to know that at this point in her career. But you look back at it now and it's just like, of course it is. Of course it is. And this song, this is why this song gives you everything. It is giving you everything. And she took it's it. It's like melodramatic. Almost. It's like, so melodramatic. It's so much. Like, it's like. If you could we put a soap opera into a song. We are climbing the bars with our notes, honey. We are playing on the playground, girl. Like, this is, we are roller skating. We're swinging on the vines, honey. This is so much. This bitch killed me. I'm dead. Mariah, I'm dead. These whistle notes and emotions, I'm fucking done. Girl, it goes so high. This girl goes so low, so low in the beginning, then so high. And at the end, she laughs at us like, I killed you. Like, remember that? She's like, it's over for you. She goes low in the middle eight as well. She goes low. This oh, whole thing baby. is like, it's like a four four octave song. Like it's really, really big. The song is huge. Not everybody has that. Not everybody has that to their credit. No. <laughs> and she took it out of her set list for some of her tours as well, like throughout her career. And I'm not quite sure why she did that, but maybe she just filled it up with other things from the album, album cuts and stuff at that particular time for that particular album. But this should have always been there. I don't necessarily agree. I don't think it should have always been there. Because, like, when she takes it out, wouldn't she take it out for Angel's Advocate sometimes? No, she performed sometimes, it Sometimes Angel's it Advocate. was there, though. Sometimes it, it was, was there for Angel's Advocate. Sometimes it wasn't. It wasn't there for the Emancipation. Yeah, but there was a really good song from Emotions on the Emancipation that we can get to in a second. And there was actually another snippet of another emotion song from Emancipation we can get to in a second. It doesn't always fit on the set list. I don't think that Emotions, the song, would have fit on the Emancipation set list. Maybe, like, if she'd done a a mashup like she did 
for the caution tour, but with something else, then because you know you don't know what to do wasn't out yet. But yeah. I don't think it would have fit on the Adventures of Mimi. Yeah, that that kind of um, set list was quite R and B, like proper like two thousand five R and B. I'm talking. So anyway, she does now. She performs it a lot now. Maybe if she did the intro version, like MTV Unplugged kind of moment, it could have yeah. been. But mixed with something, I think she'd have to do it a little different. Not she couldn't have been giving us the. That straight up album version, she couldn't have been doing that no. on the 2005 tour or 2006 tour. Next song, then. And you don't remember the name of this song because that's a really long song title, but that's okay. <laughs> Should it be called You Don't Remember? The and just doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't do anything. But that being said, <laughs> if you buy this album in 1991 and you just stick your cassette or your CD on wherever you're listening to it, that comes on after Emotions. You're loving Emotions, you're like, yep, this is the reason I got this album, yep. And then And You Don't Remember comes on afterwards. This is a big ballad. It's proper 90s the way this intro starts. And it's big, big, big vocals. Now, I love what you're saying. Give it to me. Slay me, Deb Mariah. I'm here for it. But... After such a fucking huge song that's like, I'm such on, I'm like on a huge energetic high after emotions to just go all the way down and like take it to like, mm, that first like little slow swing, slow dance, like 80s middle school dance is really like a lot, a huge mood shift. Like I get it, the album's called Emotions and that's what we always get back to when we talk about this album is like Gia, Garrett, it's emotions, let's deal with it. You know what I mean? Like this is what we always do when we talk about this album. And I will say like, I used to love this song so, so much. I would, uh, I would listen to it very often. And it's a vocal moment. It's got a huge, um, you always say, you've been saying crescendo a lot, but it's got a huge build, a huge bridge, and um, some great transitions on it. Good songwriting. It's not my favorite song on this album. Yeah, I just think that the track listing is, the sequencing is a little interesting because it's very up and down emotionally. I, I feel it could have been a single. I honestly do. I don't know where, probably the fourth single maybe, but it still could have ended the flow of the singles for the album nicely. Um, Maybe a B-side. I think that So Blessed mm-hmm. or To Be Around You could have been a single over and you don't remember personally, but to, we'll get to, to that. To Be Around You 100% could have been. I think that To Be Around You be. To Be Around You, honey. Oh my God. Girl, To Be Around You is like the first... We'll wait. Let's wait till we get to do we'll your get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. After after the after the big build up and the constant roller coaster of the first song, the second song, I see what you're saying because we've got shattered dreams cut through my mind. It's, Tragically, our love has died. It's a huge, huge shift. Like you know how in Butterfly has it sometimes too, where it goes from like that that amazing like it's like honey when it washes over me into like dun 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 like it definitely happens sometimes but i think this is like the starkest contrast of like to like like it's very 
it's a very sharp or stark contrast like yeah it's a lot but I'm okay with it flowing like that because that's pretty much kind of how the rest of the album goes. Not so big drop from like, yep, I'm riding high with this, the way this sounds, and then like, oh, it okay, happens, we're here. It happens again. It definitely happens again. But it's not but, like constantly throughout the album, like, oh, oh my God, my serotonin levels are so high right now. Oh my God, I've used to pour my serotonin with that song. It's not happen. like... <laughs> we'll, we'll get there, boo. I'll point it out. All right. But Should it, we go to the next one? It's a flow. Yes, let's go to the next one. Because this kind of carries on the, the the rest of how the album is shaped as well. So the next one is Can't Let Go. Oh, baby. Can't, I can't let go, darling. I just can't let go. Can't take it away. Can't take, can't take away. that away. I can't let go either. There you are, holding her hand. I am lost, dying to understand. Come on, slam poetry. <laughs> I better go to read that. <laughs> Another Walter Afanasieff collaboration, like, and you don't remember. Um, another missed opportunity for a number one. Let's start off right off the bat, bitch. What? That should have been a number one. I don't really remember too much about when this was released. I don't remember hearing it at all. I discovered this song when I bought this album. I bought this album in 2002. So I don't know what happened there. Maybe it could have been a radio thing because all the time where I've been curious about Mariah. They pulled it. This, you know the story with this song, right? No, 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 I don't. Girl, uh, oh my gosh. Okay, Tommy pulled the Can't Let Go singles to sell more emotions albums when Can't Let Go was at number two. And it would have went, it could have went to number one. But that wouldn't sell more emotions albums. But it should, this song should have been a number one. It would have sold more albums if it went to number one. I don't know. I don't know how that would sound, girl. Mm. But Tommy tried to make Fetch happen. And he fucking, he didn't, it didn't happen. But even from the beginning, like, I don't remember anything about this song until I got the album. So it could have been, but I think when you look back at the video, the video dates her a bit. It makes her look way older than what she is. It could have been another kind of, um, although we don't want it the same, not from the next album, but love takes time. I'm not talking about, yeah, let her go on the beach and walk around again with a black and white video because we've already had that. But something, if it, if it had to be black and white, have it black and white. But there's this, like, kind of cloudiness across the video. She's got her hair in that kind of, like, Joanna Lumley patsy. Absolutely it's like fabulous. A, French, a French bun. What 21-year-old like, is having, or 22, is having that hairstyle? No she's one. She's just dressed like she's um, very much older than she is but that's how everyone is dressed and dressing right now is older than they are and i it, haven't seen we that know hairstyle. we know now darling that the label <sighs> was controlling the decisions it was doing a lot it was doing the most honey so that's that's where i get uh stuck with these earlier albums it's like oh my god i love this song i love this hate this uh sequencing sometimes love it sometimes love this outfit, hate it. Oh my gosh, but what would have Mariah really wanted? Like, did she actually want it to sound like this? You know? So it's something that holds me back from like loving these or like making them my favorite. You know what I mean? Like if Mariah mm. was like, oh my gosh, the emotions out. Like I know she had more freedom on this one than this 
first one I remember, right? Like she wanted it to be more soulful. This album isn't as like poppy as the first one, like 90s poppy as the first one or something. This one's more deep. This one's more deep than the first one. It's definitely more deep. I I feel like this is, um, I'm not going to compare, but I feel like this is a a sort of continuation of the first album. You've got to remember that some of those songs from that first album, she did before she had any control from a record label or any 40-year-old sugar daddy. Well, the writing of the song, yeah, but then the production was changed. Exactly. But there, there was already production. She said herself the demo was better on the first album. The de- Yeah, the demo was better than the first album. So with this, it's very polished, like some of the first album. But there's still a rawness, a grittiness to some elements of the first album that you can still get from it. Probably we know too much to hear. I mean, now we now hear it, but I don't know. But this one is very polished. Can't Let Go, I do like it. I, I love it. I think I love it. It should have been a number one. It should have been a number one. I'm not going to disagree on that because, of course, it should have been. But the video just lets it down. There's nothing wrong with the song. I don't think I there's like anything. I like the video. No, I like awful. the dress, girl. I love that dress, bitch, honey. Yes. The fucking uh, bracelets. I don't like the fog. You're right about the fog. And the, the hair. Like, whatever. The earrings are kind of big. I think she had big earrings on. I don't remember. It's not my fave look for Mariah, but for how controlled she was, like it's better than the vision of love look, honey. Straight up, that hair was a mess. That black leotard, way it's way better than vision of love. And it's better than love takes time. The same black leotard on the on the uh, the beach, black and white. The hair was still a mess way better the love takes time video is so it's pretty basic but then it just makes you concentrate more on those amazing vocals her face um i love the close-ups in that video but it's very it's very music box it's super music box vision of love that cgi window as well let's not forget that but, but uh, wait, let's not get too caught up on that. But it's better than it's better. It's an upgrade. I think it's definitely it's, it's not def- our fave. It's not honey girl. It, but it's not honey or heartbreaker. But it's just, not. It's not a good video. It's it's just it's a basic like um one of those like listen to your heart or um total eclipse of the heart moment it's like a basic video even though those are like actually kind of masterpieces and good this one's like there's there's a lot more going on in total eclipse of the heart the music video than can't let go right but i mean like the aesthetic i feel like it was they dressed up bonnie tyler a lot better than how they could have dressed up mariah and can't let go 100 percent they're very different. They're very, They're very different. different, but it's appropriate to Bonnie Tyler. Whereas I don't feel that that... We know she was controlled, of course. Early career, we we know more and more and more now, but... Yeah, her old videos are giving me, like, Kate Bush, like, running up the hill, like, Bonnie <laughs> Tyler moments. I just They're think really- the bun... The bun would have changed the whole look. I don't care. She could have had a slick back moment, something very 90s. Doesn't matter. But something a bit more age appropriate instead of a fucking bun. They were trying to give her breakfast at Tiffany's, girl. They were trying to give her that Holly Go Lightly. Mm. Were they actually trying to do that, though? I don't... Yes, girl. That that whitey tidy bitch. What's that? They were trying to make her white. Oh. Girl. Yeah. I feel like they made her look older, even though they were trying to make her 
younger. It's it. Just, they were trying to make her whiter because they thought that was writer. Yeah, it wasn't. What's the next song? Make it happen. Oh, bitch. Okay. Yeah, this is when emotions turns into like the best album of Mariah Carey, but just for the song. Do you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> no, you go first and then we'll talk about make it happen. Then, uh, then we'll talk about make it happen. <laughs> you go first, then we'll actually talk about make it happen. <laughs> Fourth song is the second bop on the album. It's which- the bop on the album. And... Well, there's emotions. I know, but I'm saying like this is the banger, the b b banger, and on solid It's a great gospel moment. Very hopeful, very descriptive. I love it. I'm glad we got these lyrics. This is kind of like the start of the hero thing, without it actually becoming hero. And. I like this song way better than Hero. No, I'm talking about subject matter. Yes, it's similar. It's a similar, like, okay, manifest it. It's better. You can do it. It's just not, like, wrapped in metaphors, you know? I mean, they're in there, but it's, like, um, more biographical. And the drum beat that starts this song off, it's just like, yes, you know, we're here. The growling, I once was lost, but now I'm found. I got my feet on solid ground. The way it breaks down and she just takes over. There needs to be nothing else there apart from her. And then... Uh, literally, the- literally, I make Gareth watch fucking compilations of Mariah. No, you make me listen to them while we're talking. <laughs> yes, I make Gareth listen to compilations of Mariah singing. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I got my feet on solid ground. On repeat. <laughs> I would never watch them on my own. <laughs> oh my God. This is like my favorite song to sing or to see Mariah Carey sing live. Either yeah. this or my all. Like, it's just like the one that she's like, okay, I can tell that there was something in there that was like needing to make it happen, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely like, sometimes I prefer... Sorry, because I was talking to you about how Mariah writes songs and her lyrics. And we know that this is a different time, different generation, blah, blah, blah. But this song is like, you're manifesting your future. You're going to make it happen. But the way she's describing it and like how she is like, her status is like way higher than when she first started. Like she had no fucking shoes. You know, and the whole song's like not more than three short years ago. She's building a scene. But other artists, Ariana, whatever, you know, like it is what it is. Like, it's fine. Like, I totally like her. But like, you know, I'm just keeping it real. They say things like that are just like right on the nose. And it's like, you don't need to write your song like, oh, I'm so successful. Maybe write a descriptor that's like not just like, oh, I'm I'm so successful. I manifested this. Like, let's elaborate. Like you were asking me to do earlier. Do you know what I mean, Gareth? She doesn't have to directly say, look at me. I did it. I made it, bitch. Well, no, because we've said this before. Like, her songs can build great descriptions, act as conversations. Her songs resonate the reality of how we use words. So... You know, it is as if she's actually telling the story. There are people like Ariana Grande who can never do that because they're just 
not lived. And Mariah, you know, not. I'm no- not trying to shade the hell out of Ariana. We can get there when we have the episode. Definitely. Oh, I see that eye roll. Oh my god, <laughs> you guys could see this podcast sometimes. But, but that's just my one of my biggest things with her is that. Okay, girl, I'm glad you like this hair, and I'm glad that you just bought it. But girl, that really isn't doing that much for me on an emotional level. And that's why, like, this song, it takes you places, honey. It really gets you there. It's a fucking moment. This is like when you're reading the book and you're in the chapter, Make It Happen, and you're, like, walking the streets with with Mariah in New York City and you're, you're broke and you only had a bagel and you've been hustling and recording songs late at night and doing other things in the other hours you feel that when she says i got my feet on solid ground girl you like oh bitch oh we worked through it honey it's like oh my god it's a fucking moment it has kind of like um the main body of the song as well is having faith. And I think that's why it's wrapped up in the gospel element as well. It's having faith in yourself. Look where I was, or I there was somebody that was here a short time ago, and now I've got to hear. I mean, of course, we don't know necessarily about how much money she's earned at this point, but you know, we've got a good idea of how much we like her. She's everywhere at this point. And you know, if you believe in yourself enough and know what you want, then you're gonna make it happen. And she makes me try to make it happen and want to make it happen and keep on oh my gosh when Mariah said and keep and keep getting up and keeps moving on and keeps on believing and keeps on believing (laughs) oh my god that is make it happen when Mariah is standing and accepting the award that's that's what I feel when make it happen is on like yes oh my god you guys like and keeps on believing and keeps getting up and keeps fighting oh my god that's that's what it is oh you guys know that's like my fucking song now this song this song makes me be like oh my gosh we need to put on the emotions album again because emotions is on here can't let go is on here make it happen when i when i when we oh my gosh you guys we should have been recording this podcast 10 minutes earlier because i was like um i think i need to listen to the emotions album again because I don't really remember the track list. And I started naming the track list down. I was like, okay, it goes like, um, emotions and you don't remember, can't let go. Oh, wait, make it happen is on emotions. And then, oh, I went the fuck off, didn't I, Gareth? I went off and I just went on a rant about this album. Like, oh my gosh, like what a fucking underrated classic to be around you. Oh my goodness. And the wind. I think when you get stuck into other albums and then sometimes this might get left out, not completely, but you you sort of think I can come back to that for a moment. And then once you've had your moment listening to your collection of other albums, whatever it might be that you're listening to, you do sort of think, oh, Emotions, oh, that has this on, this on, this on. And that works with so many other albums. It can work with Charm Bracelet even. Um, You know, there's not really huge songs on there, but then you think back to it, I can't, that is on there. And it's the same with this one, although there are some hits on here, of course, but there's such a big variation and body of work and sounds and whatnot you get lost on this journey and these songs and the vibe of like something like butterfly or you know what it is gareth Gareth, i think it's that 
emotions is the only number one from this album and it's so big and a vocal moment that i think it just overtakes the other songs and the other singles like can't let go it only made it to number two i'm sure that's probably big and people from that era remember it like yes come on can't let go like yes number two what's up bitch but the later generations like people like me coming in and if you buy her greatest hits album like me or her um, number one to infinity or number ones, it's only going to come with Make It Happen, Can't Let Go and Emotions from the Emotions album. It's not going to come with the other songs that are the deep cuts, you know? So it's like, of course, you're going to be like, Can't Let Go, Make It Happen and Emotions. Like, yes, these are, they could get lost with the first album, you know? And the rest of the album is just kind of forgotten about. And then it's the third album is huge and blows up all across the world. Then it's Christmas and Daydream. And it's like, what happened to the little songs, the the deep cuts from Emotions? She moved very fast in this time as well, so it doesn't help. But like for an album such as this, but um, I don't know, I think it flows quite nicely. For me, it's very much, even though it does have its R&B, obviously, but it feels to me like they were trying to force it to be some kind of pop, more pop, more pop version of a Whitney record, let's say, because it's a very serious record. Oh that, my gosh, it's like a very pop version of Whitney's first record. It's not too fun, like, say, the later albums from Daydream onwards, you know what I mean? <gasps> oh my gosh, you really just, oh my God, that's so funny you just said that. It's so, cause even the fucking make it happen music video was like very similar to like a um, greatest love of all sort of moment, like a music video moment. Like, cause you know, they're in a church and in the um, greatest love of all, it's like a school, like theater or something. Like it's very similar, very, very similar. So we can move on to the next one. Now it goes down emotionally again. Goes it down gets again. A, a Carol King moment. Yes. Okay. A ve- but still a very important part of the early stage of her career because Carol King, huge. And huge, huge, huge. Oh my gosh. This is very when I had that 10-minute rant breakdown before that we should have been recording on, I was like, oh my gosh, she wrote this with Carol King. Amazing uh established female songwriter, tapestry and uh natural woman, all yeah. of it. The reason where you lead. Oh yeah. my god, um, I feel the earth move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, One Fine Day. You know, we could go on forever, but these are some of the most iconic songs that have ever existed, as well as that Carol King has ever, well, produced, written, you know, whatever. And and If It's Over is one of them. Exactly. Well, it, it's, it is. Unfortunately, it was released as a single, but it wasn't widely released as a single moment. This could have been a double A side with something like To Be Around You. Ooh, I don't know if it could have been a double A side, but I think that maybe Make It Happen and To Be Around You could have been a double A side. Maybe. I think that Make It Happen and To Be Around You should have been a double A side. 
in terms of subject matter. And if it's over, can't let go. And if it's over, you be when people release too many singles from one album, it gets a bit tired, especially. Yeah, I know, but if that was a B, it could have been a B side. But if there was a double A side, oh my god, I think it would keep on. It was a B side at some point. I'm not quite sure whether it was like. I don't know if it was a single in America. It wasn't sorry, a single in America. I think it was uh, Australia. I think. I might be wrong. And it was only a single in whichever country it was. I'm pretty sure it was Australia. When she released the Unplugged album. So it was the live version, I think, that was the single. Again, I might be wrong. But anyway, yeah. it, it was released as a single off the back of the Unplugged album, not But we'll get the into emotions. that. Yeah. That's a good, it's a good moment. So I don't see why it couldn't have been done properly, but whatever. Her strongest songs, I wouldn't say like, like it's, it's simple lyrically, yet built in such a huge way vocally that it just dominates and it's a standout on the album and it's underrated yet one of her best performances but it is very um, descriptive lyrically though it is no it is it is but it's i mean it's almost like, kind of I up th- there at this point with uh, i don't want to cry it's not as lyrically descriptive but it, it's a good contender yeah it's good like won't you talk to me you're avoiding my gaze won't you talk to me? This is so out of hand. Something's oh, gone wrong the second, oh, that's the with the life verse. that we planned. That's the first verse. But she says you're avoiding my gaze eventually. But I think that could be the second verse. She says, won't you speak to me? You're avoiding my gaze. Something seems like you've changed in so many ways. Okay, yes, I remember. Oh, gosh, you guys see, that's why... It's hard to do when you're not this, singing. But that's why I need to um, listen to this album again because there's. I know there's so many good songs on here. And I don't really have a problem with any of these songs. They're all huge vocally. We said this in the beginning. You said it, Gareth. Like, we say it's the vocal suicide album because, darling... My vocal cords, I'm on vocal rest. I haven't had my tea today. Like, I can't sing the Emotions album. I'm just like all you regular people with no tea. Uh, uh, It's a disaster, girl. I can't. We don't have have the vocal for this, so um, we wouldn't know. We're missing some of this. We're not quoting. We're not quoting. (laughs) We're missing some of this vocal, but it is what it is. So the next song. Oh, I can't. I can't with the Emotions. Uh, this is my skip. I'm sorry. I love the intro. Love the whistle note. Damn, to be around you is just way better, period. It doesn't. But as an album cut, I love this. Did, no. But whether you like it or not, it doesn't make you any more or less of anything. You know, we're, we're here for a reason and we're here talking about it for a reason and we have different opinions. We're different ages. I know, and I'm, we're I'm, different guys, sides of the I'm, pond. I'm not just saying that because Mariah said she didn't like that. Like, I think Mariah said that because that's how I feel, you guys. That's how I felt. So Mariah said that in the interview at the um, Allure magazine or Elle. One I of think them, it was a yeah. Lord. It was something. But this is it another. I think it was L. But because yeah, I'm they're sure. always doing those challenges on YouTube. But this is a CNC song again. Mm. Of course, you can hear it as soon as it kicks in. But that intro, it's just like whoa, 
this voice. And, you know, as we've got to this point, when you look back, or even when you're in that moment with this album, whether you're driving your car or you just sat, like, staring out the window contemplating, you go on a, a vocal journey with this. And when you get to this intro, this is, like, I think the first recording where she did this. The intro, the intro just reminds me of the wind, but I'll wait till it's my turn. She, when she promoted In Motions as a single, she wasn't doing that much of the like, you got me feeling, or, you know, she wasn't doing that much of it. I think it was obviously because of the remix, but You're So Cold, this intro was really amazing. When I first heard this, I thought, oh my God, it's a slow one. And then when it kicked in, because I, I had to listen to it because of the vocals. I was like, okay, but I'm here for this. I'm here for this. I thought, please don't be another slow one. I thought, oh, it's and she be, just hit a whistle. She, she does hit a whistle at the I gave you my heart you tear me apart you're like a devil in she does it does it in the intro as well at the end of the intro she does it as a layered thing but then it kicks in with that no it's it's like and it's a little bit simple in the lyrically and it's very dated it's okay. That's why I'm waiting to save my nice words to uh, <laughs> to be around you. If this comes on, I have to listen to it. I just let it play. Let it play. Its I will skip the song when the intro is over. That's how I feel about it. Oh, I'm and all I, here for the intro, definitely. Yeah, the intro is everything. I guess it's not that deep. Like, if it was on, like, the, when I have the vinyl on, like, it's not like, oh, my God, I need to lift up the needle and move <laughs> it past this song and not listen to it anymore. But I'm just like, okay, like, skip if it's, like, on my phone, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's how I feel. I to- I think I've said my piece about the other one. Like, it's got the good whistle at the the bridge well we can move on to so blessed if you want that's the next song yeah okay so blessed i do have um feelings about this song oh my gosh i used to love this song so so much it's so cheesy but i do love it it's very like come on prom queen um my my sweet 16 80s prom queen moment and um yeah i used to like pedicab around the city and i would play mariah carey on these loudspeakers and i would play this song all the time you guys and it was so cheesy and i would be like i'm gonna find the love of my life out here and manifest them with these emotional songs this is when i would listen to the emotions album the most you guys oh my gosh see i'm about to take you guys back right here see i used to actually listen to the emotions album back when i was a baby 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 lamb because you know once you're getting into the albums you got to get into them you know but yes i would pedicab around the city to the emotions album picking up guys making some cash honey and so blessed was definitely <laughs> no garage only sometimes anyway so 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 blessed was one of the jams it was a bop it was a banger it's not actually if you haven't heard so blessed is a very slow song very like bedroom like very pg bedroom song like slow making love like like prom it is it's like um i think it's more prom it's like a slow dance it's a slow dance moment i would not try to woo anybody or heighten any kind of like bedroom moment with this song (laughs) like it's like a cute dinner like 
It's no, it more like that moment. Like a, I love you song. Yeah, like, it could come on while you're having dinner. You. Or you a cuddle. Know, you put, listen, if you put on the emotions out, no, not the emotions album when you're fucking, but the butterfly album when you were getting down, bitch. And whenever you call came on, it's a very similar vibe to whenever you call. So yes, you could totally be having sex to so blessed when that came on. Remember that was on my Valentine's playlist, girl. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to Love Life Mariah Carey back in the day when we had our fucking playlist. I think with my playlist, though, if I don't even, I mean, I'd mean, i have to go find it. I've got it still. But this would be like the wooation, the dinner. Like, oh, yeah, you like my cooking? This could be playing in the background while some, you're the enjoying wooation. The wooation. The wooation, yeah. Oh, not, my fucking God. Oh not, my God. Not the other stuff. Like, after that, or oh, maybe a cuddle on the sofa, it could. But anything after the you've shut the bedroom door, no. I don't think no. it matters. I don't think it matters. I'm not putting on it's like that in the phone. <laughs> 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 you don't know what this is. <laughs> you like this and you know it. Oh my gosh. Seriously, stop trying to make it happen. Uh, no, I, when I first heard this, like I said in, I think in 2002, I bought this album, listened to the whole thing, and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, with every song pretty much. But so blessed, I thought this is definitely 100% no way anyone or anything is going to change my mind so blessed is going to be my wedding song oh I would be so down for that like actually like I know we disagree sometimes but so blessed is a moment a momento girl it's a moment Uh, I love it I love the description if you don't if you don't love so blessed like you have no soul honestly it's cheesy as fuck but it's like it's giving me my fairy tale princess wedding daydream fantasy. Like I don't give a fuck. When she renewed her vows in Disneyland with Nick and she's wearing that fuck off frock, that big like toilet roll holder doily dress thing. No, it's giving me forever daydream Tokyo. That's big, it was a similar kind white, of thing. Poopy white. But um, not Tokyo, um, Rotterdam, when she has the fucking huge white dress. Like, What about the pink caution ball gown one that she wears? Yes, it's giving me pink caution ball gown disco ball moments. Yes, girl. I love this song. I love the lyrics. Very descriptive. Yes, they they go to be descriptive and end up cheesy. It's <laughs> so bedroom. Boat. It's so PG bedroom. Like, um, Seventh Heaven, girl. It's a Seventh Heaven. What's that? It's Gilmore Girls. I've never watched Gilmore Girls. <laughs> it's The Hills. I've never watched The Hills. <laughs> you guys. I, I usually watch mainstream television if it has a legacy. If it's just bilge i don't really it's like it's lifetime christmas movie i don't watch much of that either unless oh you got americans please (laughs) (laughs) i've watched some i'm not gonna you know i've watched some when i was one year i had this christmas and i was just like i'm not feeling it not feeling it not feeling it was only one week left so i went on youtube try to watch loads of hallmark movies we can agree that it is like the fucking school dance. Oh, definitely. It's a you know, no, it's it's not. It's definitely not that, but it's similar, I guess. 
you know, it's um, it's kind of like the deep cut that the big like pop star would have on their album. And it's a typical kind of intro. Rihanna has the same thing on her Love on the Brain intro as well, although hers was definitely like slower. But this Yeah, it's love it's similar to that. The intro but, but not the, but nineties. Yeah. Almost 80s. Vocally though, I love it. I love it. It's not gonna be my wedding song now though. Yeah, when I saw you, it's going to be your wedding song now. What's what is? When I saw you. No, it's not. That that was um, a contender as well. We'll get to that when we get to that. Right, next song. Ooh. Something that you do. Be around oh my- you. Yes. This song should have been a single. Banger. There's no no other way. This song should well, apart from the way that they went. This song, hundred percent, should have been a single, not an album cut. This song is too good, and I love this like, song so much, especially. Love it. Ah, what a fucking classic! You know, this is giving me like prisoner even though they're so different like you know what i mean this is giving me early moments of dream lover fantasy all those proper like soulful bubblegum soul r&b moments from mariah your girl you know all those kind of like moments and we didn't know it yet super your girl super your girl honey yes we didn't know it yet we didn't know it yet but now it's just like, why? Why was it? And that's hindsight. But like, why was this not do, a do, single? Do, 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 do. It's very yes, girl. She was trying to give us hints, honey. But that aside, that bit aside, it still is that like it's I mean, mellow, but it's still upbeat. You know? Oh, it's there's it's very um bopalicious, honey. Well, it's well. Emotions is still a big track for the top of the album, but it is. But I mean, like your dream lover, your fantasy, your honey, your heartbreaker. Obviously, it evolves with the time. Yeah, the do 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 do. Not wholly that part. Giving so firecracker lover boy. I know what you're saying, but you could take out all the do 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 bits, and it would still, as a the vibe of the song, could still flow alongside those lead tracks. It just evolves over the years. I don't mean the just the do, but the like yeah. Obviously, she does do do do's a lot, but girl, that's not what I mean. Well, I think I think we're due for another do 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 bit. I think we are. It's been a moment. It has been a long time. It's been since 1901. She could do another one now. Layer it. Put it behind the chorus. I don't care. Like, what would it be? Well, we don't know, do we? Like, I need something good. We, it would be good, darling, as long as she gets everything sorted, ready for when she puts it out instead of the other way around. Okay, next song. Love it till the end of time. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> one of the songs, one of the songs that I. Why? <laughs> I would get the world away. Yeah, you're by my side. 
one of the songs I literally forget exists, but I'm like, oh, wait, actually, that's like my favorite Mariah ballad. What? And the thing is with this, it could still be, and this is where I'm going to sound really fucking confusing. It could still be up there with a potential single moment with, and you don't remember. So then it gets like, well, what singles do you want, Gareth? (laughs) This whole album should have been a single. Um, (laughs) Like, um, here's the EP, music video for every single song. (laughs) But, um, or visual This is the visual visual album. Where was the visual album, Mariah? But it is a good song. Again, very 90s. It has that sort of, like, sound to it. You can just imagine us sitting on the end of a bed with the curtains blowing. And it's also kind of love takes time like at the beach like ah why can't you see but and it's also kind of butterfly like how big it is like even though it's like before butterfly it's like pre-butterfly huge ballad such a good song it does end i know it doesn't end end but it ends the album as like a proper full contemporary moment quite nicely it's sad though. It's a really deep vibe. Um, what was the so to be around you? See, that was the third one where it's like super high energy, super high up there, and then to be around you comes and it's like down again. Like this album has like a few highs and a few lows, and then it gets even lower with the next song. But it's it's still good. There's a lot in this song. It, it's melodrama. This whole album yeah. is melodramatic. As it's fuck. a soap opera. It's so it's a it's up and down, girl. It's up and down. This sad moment, and you don't remember. Sad. It's super like I have all of these emotions, and I'm not even trying to sound crazy. I do have BPD, you guys. So it, when I listen to stuff like this, like it's like whoa, my emotions are up and down, like Mariah, girl. Next track. The wind. What a fucking jazz bluegrass moment. It completely changes the album. I mean, at this point, we're like a bit like, oh my God, this, this I need a drink. Why, this song is why the cover is brown. Like, what? Probably. And there's loads of sand dunes in the background or some kind of apocalyptic planet behind her. Yeah, like Planet of the Apes moment. She's like coming out of the grass, like to the thing. There's no grass, it's just sand. (laughs) She's coming out of the sand, like the devil kid in Toy Story. (laughs) But it's a great photo. (laughs) But I totally. She's been resurrected, the vocals. Yeah, yes. I I totally get what you're saying. Every time I think of the wind, which isn't very often, I think of the cover and vice versa. Yes, that's why the cover's brown. Yeah, oh, I, I, yeah. Do, I do totally connect the two because the rest of the album... Is e- rainbow-ish, e- yeah. Well, it not could, literally a rainbow. I wouldn't like, say like, that, but... It's I, not brown. It's definitely not this sepia, pulled this photo out the attic kind of photo. The Wizard of Oz, yeah. Yeah, you know, like it could be... Well, it could be as long as there was a green emerald city and a yellow brick road in the background. And they're like, okay, that's fine. That's the cover. Because it shows <gasps> the diversity. Oh, my God. What if the fucking Emotions album was a callback to The Wizard of Oz? If there was a colorful moment on the album cover. There should have been something, even if it was just her. Girl, right. Like, what if she was giving us full color glam and the rest was in sepia, like The Wizard of Oz? But then I don't think you'd be able to, you'd be like, well, what's that little mound in the background? The little yellow mound and the brown sky? A mound? Ew. Well, it's... 
with it all in sepia, you can, I don't know if anybody else feels the same way, but in sepia, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's obviously sand. She's in some desert area, no man's land of like emotions right now, but she's feeling everything. I can't believe we both agree that that's why the cover's brown. Like, I'm actually so shook that that's, like, we agree on that. It, it happens. We start at each end of the spectrum, and somewhere we, we come together, <laughs> and then we go to the end. <laughs> Someone's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Are the planets in a line? Is there a full moon or something? <laughs> I No, I always do, subconsciously. Well, not subconsciously. It's more like... Maybe, maybe it's because it's the last track. And and that's like on the album, like, you know, you look at the top and you see emotions and then you look all the way down, you see the wind. Maybe that's yeah, the but, but then you hear it. I but don't know. Most elite tracks remind me of the covers of the other albums. Apart from memoirs, I always think of the single cover because that should have been the album cover. I don't know if I think of like a black and white picture, dull ass picture of Mariah when I hear fantasy, but like I always think of the gold. The single. The I, I think of the single. Oh, for well, that. Yeah, I do. That's fair, but I think of Mariah in roller skates and the roller coaster when I think of fantasy. But that doesn't reflect the rest of the album. Right, right, right. But the full moment's very laid back, but still. I do get a black and white daydream vibe from Daydream. I do get Mariah standing at the microphone at the green background with the original album. And even the wind blowing, just the close-up. Charm Bracelet, I totally feel like the emotions album butterfly i oh girl iconic won't change that rainbows everything glitter she's obviously cgi'd in a little too much i would undo that but emotions i think that there's something about the sepia cover that i'm just like something is like dull here Mm. and i forget it's forgettable i mean it sets the tone for the rest of the album but when you get the lead song that's emotions it should reflect the rest of the album we've said quite a few of these songs could have been singles or b-sides of the single or a double a side of the singles it could have reflected that a little bit more in the cover you know i do get a little bit of a brown vibe from to be around you but it's more of like a golden brown vibe like a butterfly brown it's not like sepia brown what you just said to be around you i always imagine the emotions video you know color filters on each um shot I get sepia, like a bunch of Mariah's lined up, just like singing like the um, muses from Hercules from To Be Around You. Okay, so let's go a bit further into the wind then, because we didn't, we just got to the cover. So the wind, it's not trying to... It's blues delicious. It's more blues, I think, actually, yeah. It's blues delicious. It's not trying to be emotions. It's not trying to be a hero, my all. It's not trying to be any like... Listen to what I can do. It's not doing the most. It's still has its overproduction on it, but it is still very raw and minimal. I think if she ever did put out a blues or a jazz album or that kind of like along those lines of a concept album, she should re-record this and stick it on there. It's not like my most listened to Mariah track. It's giving me Lullaby Birdland moment. Yeah. It's cute. It's not... It's not my fave, but it's an underrated thing, and it's something I should listen to more. Just like the whole entire Emotions album, like because there are so many songs that I know that we love, but somehow the whole album as a whole gets lost on me. And The Wind is one of the songs that gets lost, unfortunately. And I want to change, you guys. I want to be a better lamb. 
and I want to love and appreciate this album more. And at least, like, at least I came here and I was like, to be around you, girl, yes. Like, I didn't like. I used to skip this song every single time. Off, 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 done. That's it. And then anybody who's been with us from the beginning, Love Life Mariah Carey days, Aiden, when we did our album review of Emotions and, you know, we just talked about the splendor of the music, whatever, he was so, so, so passionate about the wind and on a level that I couldn't really relate to at the time. And I think I might have said there and then, I need to go and listen to the wind. And so I did. And I listened to it a few times. And I let the album flow from start to finish. And 100% now, I could have a moment where I'm like, actually, I could listen to the wind on its own without even listening to the rest of the album. Same. But but also, this album is one that we need to go back and listen to top to bottom more often. Like, honestly, I know I said some shit about the first two albums and, oh my God, if these were like, oh my God, everything, like I couldn't have been and blah, blah, blah. But girl, like I've been listening to Charm Brisa and Memoirs in the first two albums more often. And I'm like, ah. I think I think it's just because it's a generational thing, and I mean the 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 gap, the age gap between you and me is not completely huge. It's like what ten, eleven years, but like I think when you've joined later on, whether you joined when I joined onwards, let's say, let's go with that, you might respond better to the up tempo R and B remix or the up tempo cover version of this 80s power ballad or whatever it might be that she's doing yeah that's great because it's so mariah but then i mean for somebody like me again because there's this crossover period where i was like i'm really intrigued i want to i want to know more i kind of like what i'm hearing but i I don't listen to enough of it (laughs) so of course you go back and you do listen to those albums of when you remember seeing her or whatever it might be remember your parents well, it wasn't my case but whenever you remember your parents listening to her or seeing her on MTV or seeing her on Des O'Connor or whatever it might have been depending on what side of the pond you're from and i think in a way that's the beauty in how we how we discuss things and how as a whole like fandom the landum the, the thing is, I don't know about anybody else, but like with Mariah, there's such a huge catalogue of work with different moods, different tones, different vibes. And it's all different variations of her voice, her writing, of time as well and trends that you can be like, yeah, my album is Me, I Am Mariah, The Elusive Chanteuse. Yeah, my album is Caution. But then you listen back and be like, okay, I see what's happening there. I see what's happening there. I see what's happening with Ex-Girlfriend. I see what's happening with Last Night a DJ Saved My Life. I see what's happening with Long Ago, Slipping Away. But then you can go back to these albums and be like, this is actually amazing. The Emotions album's a banger. Like, underrated classic, underrated fave. Should have won all the fucking Oscars. No, I'm just kidding. That's that's not how that works. <laughs> Oscars? <laughs> I should have won all the whatever. But, okay. The only song she really performs from here still are Emotions, Can't Let Go, and Make It Happen, right? Well, yeah, but Can't Let Go is always like a snippet. 
No, she did it from um, Butterfly Returns. The Butterfly Returns is when she went, it's kind of like the number ones, but she goes through all the old ones, isn't it? But without it actually qualifying as a number one. So it's kind of like a greatest hits tour, right? No, number one to infinity was number no. one. No, no, no. The Butterfly Returns is like a almost like a greatest hit. Oh, yeah. Butterfly Returns set list is like the number ones, but like with some other ones. Yeah. I get it. We all understand why she does her generic fan set list. But, you know, she should showcase more of her diversity by showing around you those other versions for lambs we've said she should do like a retrospective medley of course but as a medley but yeah she should put in to be around you she could even do like a snippet of if it's over i don't care like just show people what they're coming for we all know what we're going for but there's the people yeah we i need some make it happen and to be around you and till the end of time and maybe even a wind moment in the retrospective section basically the whole emotions album like if you put an okay so we're gonna need (laughs) we're gonna need emotions or or at least parts of it i'm gonna need maybe we can leave out and you don't remember but that is a good maybe like a snippet of and you don't remember i look forward to seeing you guys live actually come live with us or whatever if you guys want to like I think it would be fun. I would give the world away to have this song in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look to you. I look to I look you. To you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I look yeah. to you. No, you guys, I look. <laughs> Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.